Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 36. Your playbook has arrived. We have now gone live on Amazon and you can get your copy of my new book, Unstoppable, Nine Principles for Unlimited Success in Business and in Life. If you are a person of excellence that's ready to uncap your income and conquer your goals, build a dream business and create lasting fulfillment and legacy in your life, I want you to head on over to Amazon and grab your copy today. Look for Unstoppable, Nine Principles for Unlimited Success in Business and in Life. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am super excited to have the amazing Paul Eisenberg with me of Bringing Hope Home. Welcome to the show, Paul. Really excited to have you here today. Great to be here, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I wanted to do this really special episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. And today's show is going to be a little bit different than most of the shows that we do because I wanted to really bring Paul on the show to actually feature the work that he's doing in the community. And I think that the work that you're doing, Paul, is so incredibly important. And we're going to get into that, you know, in the course of our interview. But I really want to help bring a new perspective to our audience. I talk a lot on these shows about the importance of gratitude and perspective. And I think the work that you're doing really helps kind of bring that into focus for people. So I hope that's okay as far as the time we spend together here today. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. And you're using a lot of really nice phrases for me. I hope I'm worthy of it by the end. (laughs) Great. Well, let me tell the audience a little bit more about you. So um, Paul is the head. He's the leader of the Hope Squad. Um, And when Paul isn't providing unexpected amazingness at bringing hope home, he's spending time with his four wonderful kids, Christopher, Gabby, Krista, and Mick, his four dogs, and his beautiful wife, Miriam. He's a graduate of Westchester University, and he's a sales and organizational leader with over 20 years of experience in Fortune 100 companies, as well as small and middle market companies. His strength as an effective communicator and leading change has resulted in excuse me, successfully building, restructuring, and transforming organizations. And obviously now, Paul, you head up this incredible organization. So give us the rundown, Paul, of um, how bringing hope home changes lives and impacts the community here. Sure. So bringing hope home is a nonprofit located here in the greater Philadelphia area. And what we do is we provide um, emotional and financial support to local families with cancer. And this was uh, brought about when um, I met my late wife, Nicole, at Westchester back when I was in school there a long time ago. And uh, we got married. We had our first child. We were very happy. We were, she got pregnant with our second child. And then she wasn't feeling good. And she started struggling with um, gaining weight and, and a lot of things that she never had a challenge with. And what we didn't know is that she had stage four Hodgkin's disease while she was pregnant. So she gave birth to Gabby uh, late January. In fact, Gabby just turned 19, and she went straight into six and a half years of treatment, both at the National Institute of Health and at the University of Pennsylvania. And after six and a half years, she sadly passed away in August of 03. And what we uh, decided to do during her illness and during her fight was we we decided to focus on all the positives that we had in our life our children, our faith, our family, our friends. And, and because of that, we got so much support. And we, we realized how lucky we were when we started running into people that didn't have anybody. 
that weren't able to pay their rent, that didn't have food on the table, that couldn't get a ride into treatment, that didn't have anybody. And Nicole and I felt that was fundamentally wrong, that those people should go through this kind of thing alone. So we started um, this idea of helping families pay their bills. We pay the rent, the mortgage, the utilities, the car payment, the food. Because if you get diagnosed uh, with cancer, depending on your area of the country, and you do, in fact, have health care coverage, your out-of-pocket can be between ten dollars and $20,000 a year. So a lot of people have to choose that are going through cancers. They have to choose, do I pay for the heat? Do I pay for food? So we come in and try to help do that. It's just unbelievable. I mean, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show to raise awareness for your organization and, and get people involved in helping because I really do believe, you know, with what we see happening that, you know, each and every one of us over the course of our lifetime, quite unfortunately, is going to be touched by cancer in some way, shape or form, you know, in in someone that we love dearly or, or even personally ourselves. And I think it's it's really sad that still, you know, in 2016, when we're doing this recording that, you know, families are just completely obliterated in a time that is already so deeply challenging and um, to have to be going through things like, you know, not knowing if you can keep a roof over your head or, or pay for your bills when you're trying to fight for your life is just unbelievable to me. Yeah, it is, it's interesting, Kelly. We, we have families that come to us from all walks of life from every demographic you could possibly imagine, because we take care of all types of people with all types of cancer. Um, as long as they need help, we want to help them and take care of them. So what, what happens is the social worker at the hospital who deals with um, people that are in a challenging situation, they nominate the families to us on a monthly basis. And then we come in and we uh, run a process, because even though we're a nonprofit, we're very business-oriented. Because we, you have to have those, those disciplined approach to business and you have to follow the bottom line in order to be successful. And our, we just measure success by the amount of families that we help. Right. And, um, you know, the way that we work is we don't give the money to the family. We actually get the bills from the family that we help. We try to get the bills lowered and then we write the checks directly to those bills. Wow. So we really work hard to be um, sound in our business practices and, and compassionate with our families. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's incredible. Can you give some stats or maybe some some more information to everybody listening just about, you know, how, you know, a disease like this is going to impact a family and, and why we need to all get involved? You know, why is it so important that, that everyone um, play a small role in, in helping a family that's going through this? Right. So what I'll do is I'll just use my own situation um, because it, it, it kind of speaks to everybody needs help. Uh, when Nicole was going through her battle, I had a great job. I've always been in sales. I've always been fortunate to hit my number. So I've always been in that, you know, 150 to 250 a year um, setup. And, uh, you know, company car, and I always had a great job, never really lived beyond my means. And when Nicole got struck with cancer, you know, you start going to NIH down in Bethesda, Maryland on yeah. a week, sometimes twice a week basis. That's, you know, two or three hours from Philadelphia. You stay over in a hotel that costs you a hundred bucks a night. Yeah. You got to get breakfast. You got to get lunch. You got to get dinner. You have your co-pays, you have your pharmaceuticals that you have to buy. You have to take time off from work. You have to get a babysitter. Right. And, 
And you should, like when Nicole was going through her treatment, she had two bone marrow transplants where she was in the hospital for three weeks. Wow. So we were down seeing her as much as we could and, and trying to stay in, in decent places. And, you know, you have to get um, when you can't get family to help with the children, you got to pay for babysitting and you got to, uh, you know, take care of your family. So when you start adding up. Uh, when Nicole, right after Nicole's treatment, she had to go every other day to NIH. Oh, my God. So there's there's a lot there. And yeah. when you start adding it up, plus a lot of our families that we help, maybe they're not in a, in, in a, in a position like I was fortunate enough to be in where you have a lot of flexibility. So guess what? If they don't show up for work. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And they have sick days and they have vacation, but. They probably don't have a ton of it. And, you know, then you get to a situation where their bills start piling up. So if they lose their car, they can't get to work. They can't get to work. They don't have their benefits. Right. So right. it's almost like a domino effect in the worst kind of way. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unreal. So, you know, I think that, you know, for myself and for everyone listening, I think we all have this yearning. I think we all have a, a deep down desire to make a bigger impact on the world and to do good and, and to impact lasting change. And, you know, I think that with how busy everyone gets, I mean, certainly for you, you had like your kids and your career and, you know, your, your entire life. And then you made this sharp, you know, turn. And now many years later, even after, you know, whole past, you're, you're doing this with your life. Like, tell me about that change kind of in your heart, uh, that has driven you to want to make this kind of a, a lifelong commitment and passion of yours. That's a really good question. And, and it, and it, it was almost, um, it was almost the, the biggest non-decision of my life. Right. Uh, so what had happened was we started out as an event doing a dinner called the great guy dinner that we do every May. And, you know, I think you're in the Philly area, so you're more than, we'd love to have you join us. I'll get you the information. But um, we started doing this dinner just to get people together because I used to come home from work and say to Nicole, you know, I ran into Kelly. What a great guy. What a great person. Just a lot of fun to talk to. And after a while, she got tired of me complaining. So she goes, why don't you do an event? And you can invite all your friends and you can do something good, raise money. So we started doing the first great guy dinner and we called the great guy dinner. Guys are men and women to me. And, and we called the great guy dinner cause we only invite people we like. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we started putting this event together. Um, in Oh one, we had a hundred people and raised $13,000 for the American cancer society. And then over eight years, we raised, it grew every year and it raised about $500,000 in eight years. And then between year seven and eight, one of our uh, folks who had been coming every year passed away, and we heard his wife was struggling. So we went to one of our sponsors and said, every year you give us $5,000 as a sponsor. This year give us $3,000 towards the American Cancer Society, and then give us two cash, and we'll give it to this family together. Mm -hmm. And we did that, and that just felt great. So that's how we started. Uh, we still do the Great Guy Dinner. It's now raising about $400,000 a year, and it's just a great time. But I started running it as an out with um, my co-founder, Tim Sherry, and some other people, another Westchester grad. And we started growing it and doing more events, and, and, and pretty soon we were raising a lot of money. We said, look, let's, let's take care of families with this money. Let's, let's manage the money we want to manage the way we want to. Let's pay the bills for these families and nobody really else nobody else is really doing. Let's really make an impact. Mm 
Yes. So we, we started in 2008 as a corporation, as the Great Guy Group. Uh, we changed our name a couple years ago to Bringing Hope Home. And, you know, we, in 2008, we raised 125 grand and helped 10 families. Last year, 2015, we raised 1.5 plus million and helped just under uh, 650 families. That is amazing. Yeah. I, it shows the magnitude of the difference that one person can make. And I know, obviously, you're not one person. I know you have a great team and, a, and an entire organization supporting you. But that stemmed from an idea. It stemmed from one person's experience. And, I mean, look at the magnitude of these lives that are being, you know, changed permanently by, by getting this support during such a difficult time. Yeah, well, you're, you're very kind, and you're right. I have a phenomenal team. There's five full-time and two part-time here bringing Hope home. I ran it as the outsource CEO for five years and came on payroll three years ago. And I really owe a debt of gratitude to Haverford Trust. I was their vice president of new business development, and I was having a conversation with one of my favorite people on the planet, Joe McLaughlin, and he said, you know, are you as passionate about having for trust as you are about the charity? And I, I looked at him and I and I just said, you know what? I'm not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I'm not passionate about what we do at Haverford because I'm on their board of advisors. I love the organization. My family, um, we invest there. I love them. But I'm, this organization drew me to it because I really believe that God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. I just wish you didn't have so much faith in us sometimes. Right. <laughs> That's so true. And Nicole and I, uh, you know, navigated our way through her illness, even though she sadly passed away. But I loved her every day. And we raised our kids in a, in a loving and faith-filled environment. And we enjoyed every day. And we got something out of every day. And we were married for 12 years. And I would do it all over again. And... Not everybody gets that. And when we had this immense outpouring of love and support from people that surprised, quite frankly, surprised me how how much they cared about my family. And then there's people that don't have anybody. Mm -hmm. It, 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 It moved us to to take care of these people because nobody should go through that alone. Nobody should go through that not paying their electric bill. My director of family outreach, Amy Forkin, two weeks ago, kept the family from getting evicted like that day. Wow. Got on the phone with the landlord and said, look, we're, we're FedExing a check right now to cover their rent. Wow. Yeah. And we just crossed our 3,000th family last week that we've helped since we started. And then since I'm a sales guy at heart and a numbers guy at heart, you know, you figure we've helped 3,000 families. The average is, you know, three to four people. We've helped over 10,000 people in the greater Philly area because we care. Yeah, no, that's unbelievable. So I do want to encourage people that are listening into the show today to get involved, to make a difference, to change lives. I'm going to get involved. I'm really excited to, um, you know, become a donor. I'm I'm interested actually in adopting a family. So I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about that. Um, But tell me, um, what is the the best way for people to quickly and easily get involved, no matter how big or small of a time commitment or monetary commitment that they can make? How can everyone that's listening make a difference in someone's life? through Bringing Hope Home. So they can go on, and thank you for that. They can go on our website, which is bringinghopehome, all one word, dot org, bringinghopehome.org. 
You can sign in uh, to join us in an event if you're in the Philadelphia area. We have our big dinner on May 5th, Thursday, May 5th. Um, and Kelly, I'll get you that information. Yeah, and absolutely. Sign on and you can make a donation and make a recurring donation where you can help a family. We'll get you the story of who the family is, um, as much information as the family's comfortable sharing. And we'll pay those bills with that money. Uh, we have a giving society that we're getting ready to launch where, you, you know, every month you, you give, you know, a hundred bucks and it goes towards helping a family. So there's a lot of ways to get involved. We have a school program that if uh, you or other people have school age children or even in the college where, you know, we just kicked off our second year in a row with Westchester University was our first club. We're all the way out to Pittsburgh. We're starting to creep down to Maryland. And anybody, anyhow, anyway, can just sign on and or email me directly. They can connect me through LinkedIn at Paul Eisenberg or uh, email me at Paul Eisenberg at bringinghopehome.org. That is perfect. Thank you so much. So, Paul, it was really incredible having you on the show. And, you know, I, I wanted to bring you here for a couple of reasons. One, because I want to help raise money for Bringing Hope Home because I, I really believe in the work that you're doing. And I, I think we need to, to do everything we can all do to spread the word about it. But two, because I think this is an opportunity to bring some perspective. You know, I think that in all of our pursuits for a higher level of success, sometimes we get so down in the weeds of what I like to call first world problems. Um, everyday challenges, things that come up, the the chaos that's a part of being a human being, that we can lose perspective and lose sight of what the meaning of life is and what what it means to live a full and rich life and to make a difference and to live not just with your head but with your heart. And I think that you're really doing that with this organization. And I hope that uh, listening to today's episode, maybe it brings a little bit of a different perspective and some increased gratitude um, for everyone listening for whatever your situation situation is today, um, there's probably someone that's that's really, you know, fighting really hard for the things that you're taking for granted in this moment. And that's really the message of today's episode. Um, but I do know that in order to run a successful organization like this, Paul, that, you know, you need to be incredibly disciplined and business focused and numbers oriented. You know, you don't build something like this without having that entrepreneurial spirit as well as that business mind. So tell me a little bit, because we're on Unstoppable Success Radio, I can't finish without hearing a little bit about what has your, um, you know, biggest success come from in terms of those daily rituals that you really live by um, around building this organization? And what do you think the keys to your success have been? Well, I think that it, it really, for me, it all comes back to my, the sales training that I was fortunate enough to receive at Scott Paper Company a hundred years ago and <laughs> up the technology sector and through Haver for Trust. Um, if it's important, track it. Mm-hmm. If you track it, measure it. And if you measure it, look at it often. So we track and measure everything. We track and measure the dollars coming in, the dollars going out, how many families we've helped, how many, what the average amount per family is, what bills were paid. So we track all the, uh, the payers that we pay to. We track the, um, the additional uh, money that we get. We stretch that dollar. So in 2015, we helped families to a maximum of $1,500 uh, in bill payment. And for every dollar we spent in 2015, we stretched that dollar to $1.23 in value. Wow. So wow. we track and measure those numbers. And, and I will <clears throat> really, I tell people all the time, we are no different than any other business. Right. 
we are no different. The biggest difference is nobody really owns us. Right. Yep. So, yeah. You know, I'm the CEO and chairman of the board. We have a board of directors of 10 other people who are, um, are immensely uh, integral in our success and the way that we run our business. You know, for us, last year, we got a major pharmaceutical company uh, who's been supporting us a long time. They said to me, what do you want? And I said, more money. And they said, we can't give you more money, but we can help you with the need. So we said, we need a director of development to help raise money. So what they did was we put a proposal together and they paid the salary for a year and a half. Wow. So Love when, that. Yes. When you get, when you get a, a donor of, it was AstraZeneca. And when you get a donor of that magnitude that believes in what you're doing and has confidence in the way you're doing it, it's really empowering and it's really gratifying. So what we do is we, we don't just sell, you know, uh, Kelly Roach, um, a sponsorship. We sell Kelly Roach a sponsorship. And then I say to Kelly Roach, Hey, Kel, who do you want to sit next to at the event? Here's, here's the people that we have. Who can I introduce you to out of the, you know, 600 people that are going to be there? Who do you want to get to know? How can I help you? And we, we've always gone at it from a trying to bring value, not only to the families we help, but to the people that work with us. And I've always done that in my business career. How can I bring value to you? What can I do? Because it, if you do help enough people get what they want, you'll be okay. Oh, yeah. I, I firmly believe that. And, I, and I, I live by that philosophy. And I love that you're perpetuating that. And it's really smart. I mean, it's it's smart that you're taking that opportunity for people to give back, but you're coupling that with helping them to, you know, advance their goals. Because of course, then that's going to, you know, more quickly um, perpetuate your goals and allow you to help more people. That's amazing. I love that. So everyone listening, track, measure, and look often. I think that is perfect guiding advice for any entrepreneur, small business owner, or executive leader that wants to achieve more success in their business and life. Again, you can check out everything that Paul is doing at bringinghopehome.org. And I hope today that you're inspired to action to make a donation, make a difference, change someone's life very easily with a click of a button at bringinghopehome.org. Paul, thank you so much for everything that you shared today. It was really a pleasure having you on the show. Pleasure was all mine, Kelly. Thanks so much. All right. And until next time, everyone, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Are you an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur that hopes to build a successful six or seven figure business? Head on over to Amazon and grab your copy of my new book, Unstoppable, Nine Principles for Unlimited Success in Business and in Life. This is the roadmap. It's the playbook and the cliff notes that myself and my high-performing clients are using to catapult our business growth and impact our incomes. Grab your copy today by heading on over to Amazon. Amazon.